Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, along with my co-host, the very lovely Plus Money Honey, Ali Burns. With me today, you can find Ali at uh, Plus Money Honey. Kept it simple, just yeah. like you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Make it simple for the simpletons. Yeah. We've got a great show today, Ali, this Tuesday, February the 25th, 2020. But before we get to it, allow me just to wish you a very happy National Chocolate Covered Peanuts Day. All right. I could deal with that. That's a good day. One of my favorites. Yeah. It really is. Who doesn't uh, like a chocolate covered peanut? And you can't just have one. I mean, no. you can't just have a little plate. You end up eating the whole bag. Yep, totally. Do you do the thing where, like, you crack the shell and then you suck all the chocolate out and then you just have the peanut Allie, and you eat that? TMI, my dear. TMI. <laughs> just okay, say it. It's the best way this to do it. This is a family it. show, apparently. <laughs> I don't know why. Because I don't know who said that. Tony, Tony Teller said that the other day. This is a family show, and I'm thinking... Kids we talk about sports yeah. betting. Is that really a, okay? But well, look, we like bet. to have fun. We've got a great show today. In studio, going to join Ali next segment. The chicken dinner man himself. Look, we like our chicken dinner hot, and this one <laughs> is piping hot right now. Chip Charimbus going to join Ali for some NHL rapid fire. You ready? I'm excited about it. Yep. And then we're going to do some NBA nope. action yes. along with our good friend Craig Trap. Yep. We'll be talking some NBA as we come into. Uh, Really, it's almost a stretch run of the season, but the season's kind of just finished the halfway point, but yeah. it really didn't because it's more than halfway over. Right, So, yeah. you know, kind of look at it that way. And then finally, no Tuesday would be complete without our very own college basketball Tuesday and our very own Joe Duffy. The Duffman cometh indeed, Ali. We have some really good matchups today, too. Duke and uh, Wake Forest is going to be a really good match. Speaking of matchups, mm -hmm. Tyson... Fury. Yes, Deontay Wilder three. Dying to ask you about this. I know you're a huge boxing but, guy. So what do you think of the fight? What do you think well, of the rematch? We don't have we'll much come time. Back. We're gonna have to talk about this right. later on in the show. But I will say this: Deontay Wilder exercised the option for the rematch. There will be a third Fury Wilder fight. When it happens, we'll have to wait and see. Do you think he's gonna get the same beat down again? I mean, really, Tyson Fury. That man is a monster. The Gypsy King. All right, well, I'm not the Gypsy King. You might be the Gypsy Queen. We'll be right back after the break. We're going to kick it off with Ali and the chicken dinner himself. Be right back. Hey, guys, and welcome back to Picks and Parlays. I'm Ali Burns, and I'm here with Chip Cherimbus. He is going to give us some NHL rapid-fire picks. Really excited about this. Well, not as excited as I am to be here with you, Ali. I can tell you that. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Okay, so let's get this started. We don't have a lot of time. It is a rapid fire. So I'm going to start with Toronto and Tampa Bay. The Maple Leafs are 32 and 31, 72 points. They're coming off a home loss to Carolina, 6 to 3. They've won two of their last five. On the road, they're 16 and 15. And they're number three in the division behind who they're playing, the Lightning. Tampa, what? So Tampa Bay is 40 and 22. They've got 85 points. Solid team. They're 20 and 9 at home. So this is going to be a tough one, but they're coming off of back to back road losses. I'm seeing Tampa minus 188, and the total's at 6.5. I thought over here, the over's juiced to minus 130, so maybe everyone else is thinking that too. What do you think? Who I cares think what I think? Every time I see Toronto listed anywhere, mm -hmm. the number 1967 comes to mind because that's the last time they won the Stanley Cup. Could you imagine well, that? 53 years ago. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, uh, even the Houston Astros got into the World Series, but Toronto. <laughs> has struggled against this Tampa Bay team. You know, the Lightning were one of the 
the forerunners in the NHL for a number of years, leading point scorers, and then they get in the playoffs and they run into difficulties. Right. Um, but Toronto's only won one of the last seven times they played in Tampa. So they struggled there. They're three and eight overall against Tampa Bay. Oh, excuse me, they're one and six in the last seven meetings. They've only won three of the last 11 times they were in Tampa. Okay. Tampa's 20 and seven at home and with two pushes. They have dropped their last two. So I think the Lightning, no matter what the price is here, is going to be ready to to fly on the ice, yeah. as Sally say. I'm looking for them to do some skating. And um, <laughs> Toronto, of course, what are you going to do? You can't overcome 1967. Yeah, it is what it is. Right. All right, moving on, we're going to go to the Panthers and the Coyotes. Panthers are 32 and 30, 70 points. They've lost their last two, coming off a loss to our own VGK, uh, 5 to 3. They have equal in home records, uh, equal home and away right. records, 16 and 16 for the most part. This will be their fifth game in a row on the road. That's important to note. Yes, it is. Coyotes, 31 and 34. They have 70 points. Uh, they're coming off a home win against the Lightning, 7 to 3. That's crazy. Um, Mate. They've uh, they're 16 and 15 at home, and I'm seeing Arizona at minus 121 in that one. How could that be? It doesn't feel right. Right now, doesn't feel right. You know, I I got beat with Florida. You mentioned the Las Vegas game. Mm -hmm. I was on a little bit of run here in the NHL, and I got cocky and I said, let me take the underdog here, and I took Florida. They went, uh -huh. out, they went out to the lead. <laughs> they went to the lead against Vegas, and there I am watching the Knights come back and steamroll, and everyone's cheering against me. Right. So. You know, the Panthers are coming off that tough loss, but they've only won three of their last ten, and they're 0-5 as an underdog in their last five games. So oh. um, when they take to the road, they haven't been all that bad, like you said. But Arizona, as a favorite, is 5-1 and one in their last six times favorite, 10-2 and two in the last 12 at home, 4-1 and one in the series at home. I think I have to take Arizona here over the Panthers, and you know what happens. If, right. I, if I came against that... Uh, you have the Panthers one night, you come against them the next, and you get caught in the switches. Right. So yes. I, I don't have all the. I've been there. I don't have as much confidence in this as you might anticipate, <laughs> considering coming off a loser. I'd rather be coming off a winner and feel good about what I'm doing. Right. But Arizona, 31 and 26 on the year. They're, they're not one of the, the dominant teams in the NHL, but they are 10 and 2 in their last 12 at home. So all I right, so the play the Coyotes is a good number, minus 121. All right, we're going to go to Calgary at Boston. The Flames are 32 and 31. Five and five in their last ten, coming off a four-two win over the Red Wings. Eighteen and fifteen straight up, seventeen sixteen against the spread on the road. They're one and five in their last six against the Bruins. Boston's thirty-nine and twenty-four, eight and two in their last ten. They got hammered nine to three by the uh, Canucks. That snapped a five-game winning streak. I'm showing the Bruins at minus two oh eight. What do you think about? I that? can understand that the Bruins have the best defense in the NHL right mm -hmm. now. And it's funny these two teams met. Um, a couple of days ago, and this was when, uh, like I said, Ali started the week three and one in hockey, ended up three and three, and we took Calgary at home against Boston, jump out to that three nothing lead in the first period, final four three. They didn't score again right. the last 55 minutes in a game against the Bruins. The Bruins buckled down defensively. Mm -hmm. uh, they're six and zero oh in their last six as favorites are the Bruins, and this Calgary team has only only won once in the last six meetings. And at Boston, they've only won twice in the last nine times there. You know I well, don't like laying these kind of prices. No. And um, if you had to lay the goal and a half and, and maybe um, get some money back, that would be the way to go. But um, I don't think Calgary measures up against these Bruins. I think the Boston's defense is the toughest in the league right now, least goals allowed per game. So oh my. I take the Bruins at home, and uh, 
I hate laying that two to one though. You know. Yeah, I'm not that kind of girl. And yeah, I'm yeah. the plus money, honey. I don't. I'm not the right, right, exactly. Minus money, and you know, honey. And yeah. Think, <laughs> and hockey's the one game where um, you you feel more comfortable taking a home team because it it just seems like it's so difficult for the visitors to overcome right. on the road. So. But it so, happens. Yeah, that's, that's why it's such heavy favorites. <laughs> yeah. You know? And baseball doesn't have the same type of impact, you know, because mm -mm. you have an outstanding pitcher and he can quiet the crowd. And basketball, right. the crowd can get behind yeah. people as well as hockey. So I think there's a big major advantage to being a home team in the NHL. All right. So the pick is the Bruins minus two. No, I don't want to hear how much. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Bruins. All right. So New Jersey at Detroit. We've only got a couple minutes left. Okay. Uh, Devils are 24 and 38, six and four in the last ten. They won their last two in a row against San Jose and Washington. Red Wings are three and seven in the last ten. They lost their last two to the Islanders and the Flames, showing the Devils. As a road favorite, minus 117. I like that price. What do you think? I think this is unbelievable when I start checking the stats on the Red Wings. How could the Red Wings, Red Wings only f win 15 games so far in the year? That blows my mind. It doesn't. It <laughs> blows the my numbers mind. are what outrageous. What have been doing all season? And I, they haven't been skating, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and maybe the ice has been melting in Detroit. They've had a very mild winter. But New Jersey's only won four of the last 17 times they've played in Detroit. And Detroit has won four of the last five at home, unless I'm meeting. So I would take Detroit over the Devils here, as bad as the Red Wings have been. <laughs> and I think that I would like the Devils here. I would like the Devils. I would like the Devils. But that four and 13, that's pretty tough to overcome on the road. Yeah, we were just talking about the advantage. You can't ignore that. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> you can't I, ignore that. And uh, it, it's not necessarily a game that I want to play, other than the fact that the line should be rather uh, meager. It should be a low line. It should have an opportunity to, to play either side without having to lay three to one or whatever. Right. So. Okay, another yep. NHL rapid-fire pick from Chip. Let's do the Edmonton Oilers and Anaheim Ducks. Edmonton's 33-29, and 29, five and 5-5 five in their last 10, coming off a 4-2 win over the Kings. Ducks, 24-38, and 38, they're 3-7 and seven in their last 10. They're on a four-game losing streak. Right. I'm showing the Oilers minus 141. Well, the Oilers, you know, we, we've talked about them earlier, about the struggles they've had on the road this season. Mm -hmm. But in their last, believe it or not, their last five as underdogs, they're four and one and five and two on the road. Not only that, Ali, 23 and nine in, on the road. That's really With impressive. the goals. So that that's pretty good Ew. for a team. And they're 33 and 22. So, um, you know, that's a 60% winning percentage, and that's not yeah. bad at all in yeah. any league. Um, Anaheim has struggled. But how about this? Anaheim has beaten this Edmund team. 35 of the last 51 times they played at home. Wow, all right. And there we go back to that same number where we talk about a team dominating in that in that s situation where they have the home f ice. And, and Anaheim has done this to Edmonton. But I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm going to pull a double reverse here because Anaheim is just not the same anymore. The Ducks just don't play that well. Edmonton on the road, we know they can do it. We've seen them do it so far. So yeah. I'll take the Oilers. How's that? All right, there we go. Take the Oilers minus 141. Last one. Oilers are favored 141 on the road here. That's what I got. Then I like them even more. Boop, boop, boop. All right. Take them twice. <laughs> okay, last one, real quick. It's We've got Columbus at Minnesota. The Blue Jackets are 30 and 33, two and eight. They've lost their last eight in a row. Right. They have a massive amount of injuries. That's always going to be a problem. They're 12 and 18 straight up, 20 and 10 against the spread on the road. They're facing the Wild, 29 and 32, six and four in their last 10. The Wild are a favorite, minus 165. What do you think? I, I think it's a high number for the Wild, but you know, they've had situations this season where they've come up a big number at home and they've won. Mm -hmm. They've covered. They played well. The home team in the series is five and one. 
So I expect the Blue Jackets to struggle, struggle like you said. They've lost the last eight. Yeah. They've only they've only gotten points in two of their last ten games. Uh, I so the home ice again, once again to me, um, Allie mm-hmm. is the major advantage. And up in the wild, we'll take Minnesota. All right, take Minnesota on their home ice. Yeah. All right, Chip. Well, that yeah. just about did it. We got well, them all knocked out. Thanks yeah, for coming did. by. You know, it was great to see you, and it's great to be here, and I'm uh, looking forward to doing it again on Friday. All right, we'll yeah. see you Friday, and we'll see you when we get back from the break with our NBA picks. Welcome back, Picks and Parlays. Here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we're with you every Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, live on the Sports Byline Network. Also, we are broadcasting live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn. Big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. And, of course, we are live video, if you want to see us in all our glory, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Nick Eber here. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, with the lovely Allie Burns, the plus money honey herself. Allie, it's NBA time. Should we get to it? I'm ready. All right, let's bring basketball. in... Basketball. Basketball. <laughs> let's bring in our good friend, expert handicapper, El Huapo, El Jefe himself, Craig, Craig Trapp. Craig, how are you doing today? Hi, excited. You know, uh, big day yesterday, uh, kicking off a uh, solid card in uh, NBA and college basketball, and now... You move to Tuesday, you start turning the page after, a, of course, uh, your countrymen. What a what a fight in Vegas by Fury. What a win. Uh, I thought it was going to be a good fight. I didn't think it would be that one-sided, that's for sure. You know what, Craig? Uh, there are very few fights that are worth the money that you pay for them. A lot of them are rubbish. Uh, but I will yep. say I have seen some wonderful fights. I mean, uh, Fury... Wilder one was an incredible fight. I mean, where he gets up yep. like you know, like the the resurrection itself uh, in the twelfth round, and then provides a pummeling to get the draw. Uh, how about uh, AJ and Ruiz? Yep. The, that first fight. I mean, that was if you've never seen an unbelievable fight in your life. That is it. You know, we've had so many years, Craig, of just sort of mundane fights and getting the Pacquiao ninety, you know, the ninety-year-old Manny Pacquiao fighting and. Floyd Mayweather coming out and fighting the garbage man because he said he could beat him. And look, he'll still be unbeaten. But we finally, we're getting some great stuff, Craig. Uh, but three, Fury Wilder three, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a really good fight. Obviously, I think the odds will be uh, much bi- uh, bigger in the favor of Fury. I think he figured something out. So, But let's get back to the NBA. I think there's a big card here on Tuesday. And I think there's uh, we've got four good ones here for you. Well, we do indeed, Craig. So let's start, shall we? Let's start with the Hornets versus the Pacers. Uh, the Hornets are 19 and 37. Uh, not so good. But uh, they are also yeah. 26, 28 and 2 against the spread. Look, they're 4 and 6 in the last 10, coming off a 29-point loss to the Nets. They're 11 and 19 straight up at home. They're not strong at home. 15, 14 and 1 against the spread on the road. The total's gone under in four of the last five for the Hornets. Uh, and they're 4-14 four and 14 straight up in the last 18. So they're just not winning games at this point. Uh, the Pacers, on the other hand, slightly better at 33-24, uh, 29-26, and 2 against the spread. But, Craig, they're also they're only 3-7 and seven in the last 10 as well. They're on a stinker themselves. They lost by 36 points to the Raptors their last outing. Uh, they're 8-18 eight and 18 straight up, 11-14-1 against the spread at home. I, I don't know which team's, like, got worse stats here. Uh, the total's got under for the last five. But, Craig, help me here, okay? Eight and 18 straight up at home, 
three out of seven in the last 10, lost by 36 points, and they're 10 and a half point home favorites. I don't get it. Total 208.5. Help me, Craig. Help me. Well, it's even worse. Uh, now it's up to 11, the Pacers. Oh. And that's more just because the Hornets have not been good this year overall. But they have had some uh, good spread covers for us. Uh, they're 16 and 14 overall against the spread on the road. So not not terrible on the road. And the Pacers are just 500 at home against the spread. So to me, I think you have to take all these points of the Charlotte Hornets team. Since Oladipo came back for the Pacers, they just quite haven't been able to put put it all together. Before he came back, you get your superstar back, you think, oh, everything's going to be all right. But I just, you know, maybe the road just messed up the rotation, whatever yeah, the case may crank. be. You see it yeah, in all sports it's, it's, sometimes. The superstar comes back in, and the team's been gelling and cohesing yep. without him, uh, although not doing it all that well. But, uh, you know, he comes in, <laughs> screws it all up. Yeah, that's what's happened. And I think you have to take the Charlotte Hornets here, get in the double digits. We'll take the 11 points here with the Charlotte Hornets. I think it's an ugly game to watch. It's not one uh, if you're a, a, a better that you're going to want to watch or even an NBA fan. But I do think the Charlotte Hornets uh, eke out a cover here. I think they lose in that 7-9 to nine range. Yeah. Yeah. And get us us betters to cover in an ugly game with two teams, like you said, four and six and three and seven straight up in their last ten between these two. Yeah, Craig, that seven to nine point number seems much more realistic to me. So I think that's a great pick. Uh, Going to go with the Hornets uh, plus eleven. You said it is now. Wow, amazing. Yep. What you got next, Allie? All right, well, we were talking about the big heavyweight matchup. I think this is kind of like a big heavyweight matchup. We're going to talk about Milwaukee Bucks and Toronto Raptors at home. Bucks are 48-8. and eight. They've already clinched their playoff berth. Um, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10. They just came off a win against the 76ers, 119-98. to 98. They covered the 9.5 there. They're 22-5 and five on the road. But they're cruising into a real tough place to play. Toronto is 42-15. and 15. They've won 9 of their last 10. We were just talking about their beatdown of the Pacers, 127 to 81. Really tough home team again. They're 23 and 7. I'm showing the Bucks minus one and a half here and the total at 231. What do you think is going to happen? Well, it's been bet down a little bit. Milwaukee's just favored by one now. All so right. basically, you just got to pick the winner in this one. But two, two of the hottest teams, especially, uh, you know, you have the Bucks, 22 and 5 straight up uh, on the road. You have the, the Toronto, 23 and 7. Um, at home so you have two really good teams in in, in their uh, comfort zone here I think you have to take the Milwaukee Bucks I think the Bucks have a little something to prove here obviously Toronto uh, won the East last year um, and and went up and, and won the championship of course I think the Bucks feel like they're the better team this year they're the much stronger team and I think they have to prove it here and I think they get it done it's hard for me to bet against the Raptors I made so much money uh, on them at home this year but, you know, the, the Bucks are just as good on the road. They're 16-10 and 10 against the spread on the road. Uh, you know, the Raptors 19-11 against the spread at home. So two, two, two teams uh, that are very, very good. But let's take the Milwaukee Bucks minus one. I also like the under here at 231. I just think there's going to be a little more defense than normal uh, in a Bucks game just because Toronto can't score with Milwaukee, I don't think. So I think there's going to be a little lower scoring. But my stronger play is on the Bucks on this one. All right. Craig Trapp says take the Bucks. All right. All right, let's move along. Do a little bit more NBA for you. Coming up next, let's talk New Orleans Pelicans at the Staples Center against the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, the Pelicans 25 and 32. They're 30 and 25 and 2 against the spread. They're 7 and 3 in their last 10. They won the last two in a row against the Blazers and the Warriors. Mind you, doesn't everybody beat them? But anyway, they're 14 and 15 straight up. 15, 12, and 2 against the spread on the road. The total over in five of the last six, the Pelicans 
And the Lakers talk about hot teams, 43-12, and 29-25, and one against the spread. Look, they're 8-2 and two in the last 10. They're on a five-game win streak right now at home, 20-7, and 14-12, and one against the spread. Also, over 13 of the last 18. Craig, I'm looking at this, and I'm seeing Lakers eight-point favorites here. Um, 238.5 points, but eight-point favorites. Does that seem about right to you against the Pelicans? I actually thought it was going to be more, uh, yeah. just the way the Lakers have been playing lately. And But I think what it, the Zion effect, you know, New Orleans, since Zion came back, has been playing really, really well, um, have had some nice wins. Like you said, these two last two wins were against teams they should beat, and they took care of business. I think that I think that, I think it's going to be really close. I think uh, the Pelicans will will really get up to play the Lakers. Let's remember, two of these Pelicans were traded uh, to get Anthony Davis. Yeah. Uh, so there's a little bit of, of revenge there. Um, but I think the stronger play for me is the over here. This Pelicans team, they really can push the ball. They really can score, and the Lakers like to push the ball too. Um, I think this one, I, even that 238, that is a very high total in the NBA. But I still think it goes way over. I, I think both teams uh, get in the 120s, and I think that pushes this way over. So I think I think I would play the over here as my stronger play. But if I was going to take the side, I definitely would take the Pelicans here. I just think Zion's going to get up to play uh, uh, LeBron and company. And you know, even though the Lakers have been really good, seven and two the last nine, they're just five and four in those games against the spread. So. Um, yep. whereas the Pelicans are 7-3 both straight up and against the spread. So they've been good for right. us better. So uh, let's lean to the Pelicans, but the stronger play on the over yeah. 230. And as you point out, Craig, both teams have gone over in five of the last six for the Pelicans and uh, 13 of the last 18 for the Lakers. All right, Ali, last one. Okay, so we're going to talk Celtics and Blazers. Give me one more free pick for the NBA. Celtics are 39-17. and 17. They're 34-20-2 and two against the spread. They're coming off a two-point loss at the Lakers. They've won eight of their last ten. They're 16-12 and 12 on the road. I am obsessed with Jason Tatum. Um, Blazers are 26-32. and 32. They just came off a win against the Pistons, 107-104, to 104, but they did lose three in a row just before that. Uh, they give up nearly ten points more a game than the Celtics do. Dame time is out. He's got groin issues. I hear they make a cream for that. Boston, I'm showing, is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I was not able to get a total on that, however. What do you think about this yeah, one, Craig? Yeah, no total out. I see it uh, about down a little bit, Boston at five uh, right now. But I think this line will move, and the total will come out in the morning, um, early in the morning. I think Boston, you have to continue to play Boston. Obviously, Kemba uh, has been questionable, seems like, every game for the last uh, month. But it doesn't matter. Jason Tatum is playing out of his mind. Jalen Brown's also been – uh, playing uh, very, very well. And Boston, they just play better on both sides of the floor. Portland, they're a nice offensive team. Obviously, even without Damian Lillard, uh, C.J. McCollum can score. Mm -hmm. They play zero defense. Yeah. And they are just so banged up. I just can't take this Blazers team, even at home. Very uh, tough place to play always in Portland. But Boston is just on a roll. I mean, heck, they went in into L.A. without Kemba Walker and really – probably should have beat the Lakers. I mean, it took a really big game for both LeBron and Anthony Davis. I like the Boston Celtics minus five here. I just think Jason Tatum continues to do his best impression of Paul Pierce and carries the Celtics to another win and cover for us. I love it. All right. Craig Trapp says take the Celtics minus five on the road. All right, Craig. Uh, tell us, what do we have up at Picks and Parlays uh, right now? Uh, any specials? Yep. We got a 15% off promo code all week long. Use that promo code Box, B-O-X, saves you 15% off all 
week long. And if you haven't signed up, go over to picksandparlays.net, sign up for our newsletter. We're always sending out last uh, week we did a free news, uh, free consensus report for seven days. So all you got to do is get on our email list and you'll get updates for the show, promo codes, uh, whatever we have going on, uh, free picks all the time. So make sure you, if you haven't done so, go over to picksandparlays.net and sign up for the newsletter. All right, Craig Trapp, thanks a lot. Just a reminder, promo code BOX, B-O-X, 15% off everything at picksandparlays.net. And if you like Craig, don't worry. We've got, uh, if you don't like Craig, eh, it's your problem. But we do have 34 other expert handicappers for you to choose from. But Craig's, he's a darn good one. So why don't you pick up Craig, pick up Chip, pick up our next guest, Joe Duffy. 15% off promo code BOX. Speaking of Joe Duffy, it's coming up right after the break. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back, Picks and Parlays. Nick Eber and Allie Burns here. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. You can find Allie. At Plus Money Honey. She is the Plus Money Honey. Trust me, you're going to get some good picks. You just uh, watch the show. Yeah. I mean, every day, it's Monday all, through Friday. It's all it Free takes. picks galore. You know, Allie, when you go to court, and, you know, we don't want to go there. <laughs> but you go with a lawyer, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, you don't want to represent yourself. No, You go to the doctor. Not. I mean, you're not your own doctor, are you? Well, no. Okay, no, let's not play Dr. <laughs> Ali. But what I'm getting at here is you don't, you don't want to go to the window and bet on sports without having an expert in your back pocket. And that's the coolest thing about the free picks is you can kind of interview the handicappers before you buy their package and, and roll with them for the rest and of try the season. Out, you know? Yeah, we've try them out. Listen, they're, they're not Handicap giving you... the handicappers. They're not going to give you a pick here and say, okay, take the Lakers, and then you go buy their picks and they're saying, oh, you know, take the Pelicans. That's right. not how it works. You're getting real, honest-to-goodness expert picks right here. Free picks for you on the show. When you go bet on sports, do so with an expert in your back pocket. You can find those experts at picksandparlays.net. And 15% off for you. Use promo code BOX at picksandparlays.net. So, all right, let's get to it. We're going to talk a little college basketball. It is going to be a college a basketball Wednesday. Is it not? Tuesday. 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 I don't forget <laughs> what day it is. Uh, let's bring in our star capper, good friend, the Duck <coughs> man himself, Joe Duffy, who has finally, finally emerged from under the shadow of his all-important brother, Sean Duffy. Joe, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm celebrating my favorite holiday. I'm pouring chocolate all over my peanuts. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Is it hot chocolate, though? Uh, it very much is. It, it okay. definitely is. And, all right. This is not a family show. But all right, let's get to it, Joe. We're talking about taking an expert with you to the window when you place your bet. And, and you know what? College basketball is one of these things. Every year it seems these teams reset with one and done with recruiting. You need to know what you're doing. Now, Joe, we've got four games to get to. Uh, why don't we start with this one that I picked out here because it's the first one and it was on top. So let's talk a little college basketball. Let's go to the Big East, Iowa at Michigan State. Let's start with the Hawkeyes, 19 and 8, 69 and 2 against the spread, 7 and 3 in the last 10. They've won the last two in a row against Minnesota and Ohio State, 4 and 5 straight up and against the spread on the road. And listen, they're 10 and 6 in conference, and they've gone over in four of the last five. But for the Spartans, oh, Michigan State, uh, 18 and 9, 12 and 15 against the spread, 5 and 5 in the last 10. But Two and four in the last six, ten and three straight up at home. It's interesting. You've really got some very different stats here. They're five and five in the last ten, but at home, ten and three straight up. They've gone under in nine of the last twelve. But they're one and five against the spread against Big East opponents. 
the Spartans are seven and a half point home favorites, 151. Uh, when we're done with this, let's just talk the rest of the let's just talk the rest of the show about UCLA. But in the meantime, what do you got for this one? Yes, well, I think we're going to the Big Ten. Although with this, you know, conference realignment the way it always right. is, who knows? Maybe these teams are are in the Big East. Uh, I'm sorry, Big Ten. You'll excuse me. Big is big. Yeah, no, Never as big as you think yeah. it is, but it's still big. Yeah, preach. <laughs> well, speaking of big. I do like um, big guys when it comes to pulling off upsets. Iowa, their big man, Luca Garza, 23.7 points per game, 9.6 rebounds. Look, you could have the, the two best uh, players perhaps in the Big Ten in this game. But usually, you, you know, you hear about teams, a lot of people say, oh, I, I look at guard play. I like to look at teams that have big guys because they're usually tougher to match up. That being said, uh, Marcus Bingham Jr. has played pretty well on defense against some of the better big men this year. So maybe Michigan State does match up pretty well against uh, Iowa. I, I think what's going to happen here is Michigan State, they had some luck against Nebraska doing some small ball. And I think they really want to develop that. Also, they got some scoring. They didn't really, they weren't quite as top heavy. My Adrian Barbeau theory. They really got some balanced scoring against Nebraska, and I think they want to build on that. I really think they're going to go with a smaller, quick. Oh, dear. Looks like we've lost his sound. I like the over in this game. Oh, sorry. We, we actually lost that little bit. Could you back up okay. about seven seconds for us? All right. No, I'm sorry. What I, yeah, I, I, I thought I heard you there. I, I, what I think is in order to counteract the fact that I was going to get some points inside, I do think that Michigan State is going to go with their smaller, quicker lineup. So I think this is going to be pretty high-paced. I think Iowa will have success on the offensive end, but Michigan State's going to counter, picking up the pace. So I do like the over in this mm. one. And what about the side? Are you going to take a side here? Because, I mean, it's hard to. I mean, yeah. Iowa, uh, and not great on the road. They're below 500. Michigan State are great at home, but Iowa on a roll. Michigan State kind of floundering right now. Yeah, I really think it's going to be close even my per 79 71 78 with the slight advantage like i said i do think that garza will um, get enough points inside plus michigan state can they get balanced production two games in a row i like to bet on inconsistency they had you know nice balance scoring against nebraska but this is a little bit better team so i think if anything iowa would sneak within the number Sounds good. Okay, we got it. Allie, what's next? All right, I'm looking for an NCAA free pick from the ACC. Now, y'all know, I don't know why you give me Duke, because you know I'm going to gush over Duke. They're my team since I was 11. Love my Duke. Duke is 23-4. and four. You scoundrel. <laughs> UCLA, please. Um, they had a super embarrassing loss to NC State. And I would not have wanted to be Virginia Tech in that game. They beat them by 24 in Cameron. Uh, Duke is 7-2 and two on the road. They're number two in the conference, number seven in the country. Vernon Carey Jr. shooting lights out, 58% from field goal range. And they're cruising into Wake Forest. Wake is 11-15 on the season, 7-5 and five at home. They're coming off back-to-back -back losses to cruddy teams. Georgia Tech, they beat 80, or they lost 86-79. to 79. And uh, also Miami, they have lost four of their last five games. Winston-Salem's not too far from Duke University. Kind of feels like it might be not too far for the Dukies to travel. I'm showing Duke at minus 11 and a half and the total at 150 and a half. What do you think about it? 
Yeah, plus money, honey. They used to call it Tobacco Road, but I guess yep. we're not really allowed to call that, uh, you know, anymore. But yeah, this is the, these schools are very close in proximity. Uh, Duke is the kind of team that I like this time of the year. Mm-hmm. They're laden with uh, freshmen. I know, you know, Nick was saying about the one and done teams. Well, certainly Duke uh, over the last, you know, 10 years or so is definitely a, a top one and done team where they get those great recruits. 55% of their scoring is from freshmen, including 62% the last five games. Now, remember, one of the most overused uh, angles in sports, people like teams in revenge. This is fake news. Teams that won the first meeting by at least 31 points in the rematch, same season rematch, are a very good play at 741, 637, and 23. That would favor Duke. And in fact, at 54 points, 4% um, when laying at least nine points in the rematch, although admittedly, it's a little bit better if the team we're betting on is at home. Uh, the independent computer projections kind of all over uh, Duke 80 to 70, 84, 69 and 80 to 71. But again, it's just been my research in college basketball. The team that dominates the first game usually dominates the second game. And it's, you know, moderately small number considering how much Duke has dominated the series, how much they dominated them this year. I do think it's going to get uh, ugly, and Duke should win this game by at least 15 points. All right, so take Duke minus 11 and a half. All right, let's move along. A little bit more college basketball Tuesday. Let's talk NC State at UNC. This is the ACC. It's not the Big East, or the not quite as Big Ten, however that works. Let's talk of the NC State Wolfpack, 17 and 10, 13, 13 and 1 against the spread five and five in the last 10 coming off a six point loss to florida state they're five and five straight up six and four against the spread on the road eight and eight in conference they've gone under in 10 of the last 13 and the tar heels are 10 and 17 both straight up and against the spread two and eight in the last 10 though they lost the last seven in a row uh, most recently losing 55 to 72 to louisville they're five and eight straight up 3 and 10 against the spread at home. 3 and 13 in conference. Uh, they've gone over in seven of the last eight. Yet, they are still favorites. Two and a half points at 145 and a half. Uh, I wonder, I mean, I know the Wolfpack aren't that great, but the Tar Heels lost seven in a row and they're just crap. So I'm surprised, quite <laughs> frankly, they're two and a half point favorites. Remember, I'm a Duke fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that makes two of us, uh, Nick. You know, speaking of Tobacco Road, another game right there. Uh, as you said, UNC, a, a friend of mine who follows uh, North Carolina pretty religiously, he told me at the beginning of the year this team isn't very good. And we do know that UNC's had more than their share of uh, injuries this year. So they really haven't been able to develop any type of chemistry. And, you know, we know what, about three weeks ago, Roy Williams really lit into his team. He, I think he said it was the least talented team ever, maybe even threw in a couple of uh, expletives. Uh, look, they're getting um, That's North motivation Carolina State for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it hasn't seen the work. It hasn't seemed to work. Um, you know, UNC, uh, I'm sorry, uh, North Carolina State, they've gotten a lot of production from seniors. And although I do say the teams like that kind of slow down at the end of the year, I think in a big rivalry, maybe uh, that senior leadership is good. And home teams that have lost seven straight or more, a pretty good fade at 560, 515, and 29. That's not very good, but in handicapping, I like a long series of slight edges or at least, you know, to, to kind of talk me out of thinking, eh, maybe it's a chance for UNC to take out their frustrations. No, teams that are struggling usually do continue to struggle. And much like we talked about the uh, independent computer projections, 
They have uh, NC State. Two of them have NC State winning 73-72. Another one has this game dead even. They're able to go into overtime, has it dead even at 72. I do think this is a clear case of reputation really uh, helping UNC, or not uh, helping them, but that the odds makers are compensating for them. They know if they make this game a pick, I think a lot of money would come on uh, North Carolina. So I do think there's an over. Well, it's like we've lost him again. He's still busy talking. Point favorite. I'll go with the underdog. All right, go with the underdog. What you got, Allie? One more? Okay, I've got a quick one for you. Baylor and Kansas State. Now, Baylor is in that same position, or Kansas State maybe is in that same position, but after Duke came off that loss, they smashed, or my dad would say they waylaid Virginia Tech. I feel like Baylor is going to waylay Kansas State to make up for the loss against Kansas. State is 9-18. and 18. They've lost seven in a row. Baylor's 24-2, and 16-8 against the spread. I'm showing Baylor minus 15, the total at 124.5. I don't think 15 is too many points. Do you? Yeah, well, Allie, the, I will say this. The computer program more than agrees with you, all three of them, 70-53, to 70-52, and 72-49. to 49. Also, look, Baylor's a tremendous defense. Kansas State doesn't have much of an offense, so no wonder um you know the, the computers say that they're only going to score in the lower 50s but really my world famous uh, bubble burst theory that frankly is better in college football than it is in basketball but still fading teams off of a loss when they had a winning streak of 12 or more snapped is a very good play uh fading them at 114 77 and 5 uh, that would favor kansas state so again you know the theory being the failures uh, you know kind of licking their wounds wounds and also, in both college basketball and college football, the general premise, betting on a large underdog in a game the odds makers are telling you is going to be low scoring, you know, total only 124 and a half, but so many points, an angle that uh, says to go with a big dog in a low scoring game, 305, 264, and 14. So, it's going to keep this close. We're going to win ugly, cover ugly, that is. All right, cover ugly. All right, uh, Joe, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Just very quickly recap that one again. You got ten seconds. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Kansas State. They apply to my bubble burst theory. Baylor off of a heartbreaking loss and as a big favorite is going to be a good fade. Kansas State is the winner. All right, go with K State. All right, thank you so much, Joe Duffy. Always yes, appreciate sir. it. Thank, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You can find Joe at picksandparlays.net. If you've missed any part of this show, don't worry. Right after the break, we're gonna recap show you what all the picks we had for you. Be sure to grab a pen, paper, and hold on tight. All right, thanks for staying with us here at Picks and Parlays. Nick Eber and Allie Burns. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. You can find her. She is the plus money, honey. Allie, a lot of free picks today. Yes, ton of them. Yep, so why don't we recap them in case all the folks listening and watching out there missed them. So let's start with the chicken dinner man himself with the, you did a great segment with him by the way well uh, he's darling rapid i love me some fire. chip i really do all right in calgary boston he says take boston toronto tampa bay take tampa bay uh take the devils at detroit take minnesota the home team against colorado in florida and arizona get on the coyotes edmonton and anaheim take edmonton take the oilers eh okay yeah. let's move on shall we we did nba with well, we'll go straight to Joe Duffy's picks. All right, let's go with Joe. Uh, Duke at Wells Fargo. No, just just, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. It was <laughs> just take Duke. All right. Uh, Iowa at uh, Michigan Iowa, State. Michigan State. Take the over. 
uh, K-State at Baylor, take Kansas State and NC State at UNC. Take NC State. And I don't know if we got, did we get the other picks? We didn't. Okay, well, you have to watch back and see the show, and you can find the podcast Rewind. right there. You can find it at the Believe Podcast Network or at picksandparlays.net. And you can see a replay of the show, by the way, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, where it streams live video for you. And just a reminder, use promo code BOX for 15% off everything you want at Picks and Parlays. And uh, a lot of sports coming up. Ali, as we were saying, you want to go to the window with an expert in your back pocket, right? You really do. And so and sometimes maybe you're a good capper, but a lot of times I just don't have the time to do all the work and the numbers and look it all up. I'm just busy. I know I'm watching the game. I want a good pick. I know Tony Telez got a good pick. I know Chip's got a good one. I know Craig's got it. I mean, they all have great picks. So sometimes, right. sometimes just about that, too. All right. By the way, we're back with you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Be sure to tune in for more free picks from picksandparlays.net. May your bets be big. May they win. And as always, remember this. When you go to picksandparlays.net and get your free picks, you will bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.